Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, just getting excited. We got a big NBA game coming down to the end, Relax. the Nets and the Clippers. We have a lot to break down with that. But uh, before, because it's going to finish in a couple minutes, we have a 122-119 lead. Nets over the Clippers. Kyrie having a huge night with 37. 37? 37. Shut up. Uh, this is normally a night because it feels weird. Even after only a couple of years of doing it, we're used to the Super Bowl media day and, and the, the throng of reporters running around and talking to people. And here comes crazy reporters dressed up in all kinds of different outfits trying to get their five minutes of fame during media day. And now the last couple of years, it's been media night with the NFL wanting to move this to uh, the nighttime and, and get it in the primetime window, which I kind of disagree agree with because I feel like the NFL is losing uh, in normal years. They lose a lot of window because when it starts, it, it's all over social media and it's all people are talking about all day. It's all people talk about all night. Uh, all you're doing when you have at prime time is, well, we're just letting people talk about it at night. So I, I kind of disagree, but it doesn't matter this year because this is, as we thought it was going to be, a much different situation with COVID. And, Mike, just it's really stunning the last couple of days because, you know, we all know the world we're living in with, with COVID and how it's changed things. But, you know, we, we, everybody's trying to figure out their own way, right? I think everybody's kind of got it down as best as they can. But I'll tell you, it is jarring to see pictures of Radio Row 
in Tampa. And there's we found out today there are spots for 35 uh, people to do, 35 stations to do shows from and hits and TV and radio, uh, which is like a third of the normal number. And of that, only half of those numbers are actually broadcasting. It's like a ghost town uh, from where they are. And there's no media day. There's no media night tonight. There was some of the players got to meet the, the media last night. Some of the players got, you know, met and talked today. Some of the other players are going to talk tomorrow. Right. It, it's one of those things that hits you that says, wow, we, we've been dealing with this for a long time. And, and it's still going to the fact that this is what passes for the Super Bowl week where we're just going to kind of hear from players and play the game on Sunday. It's kind of weird. No, but that's that's the problem here, right, is that you have a muted week leading towards what is the game of all games, right? The would-be, right, as everybody wants to call them, the would-be GOAT versus Tom Brady and Father Time and somehow this guy stopped the clock, right? So all of those theatrics that you can get along with it adds great but that's the build-up all week i may want to talk about the defense i want to you know get deep into the weeds of how these matchups all play out and that's great but normally you have a bunch of side stories that break out that don't have to do with potential trades of quarterbacks and who's disgruntled and can we read into someone's social media normally there's enough going on in the host city that you get some characters and and look some some folks are still doing their endless parade of shill interviews with maybe one or two cool insights in the middle of them between hey who you out here promoting pretty cool right you know i mean not that that's a bad thing that's yeah that it makes the wheels go round and uh-huh. you know when we've had the opportunity to do that we do interviews our way which means uh well it's yeah we'll get your plug in but here's a couple of questions that i've been looking to ask you for 25 years so let's go (laughs) and 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 it's a much different conversation right we put people at ease and they become friends of the show instantly so it's a different experience and now you're you're working through that but yeah the plexiglass uh giant displays between tables and empty space and empty ballrooms and no piles of water bottles and and beverages for your consumption, the huge coffee tables and people walking around hustling going, hey, do you want to you got room for my guy? You got room for my guy? It, it's just weird to see it that it isn't there. And we don't get the someone asking uh, a player to marry them. The guy with the sock puppet. <laughs> no, no, there's no marriage. All of those things are gone. So, yeah. I mean, did they get in on the Zoom calls a little bit? I hope I, that, I, if they didn't really. get the, uh, the invite, then it sucks. Yeah, I mean, look, it was you know, we got some good stuff. I mean, there, look, there's a couple of big things. In fact, one thing we're going to talk about coming up in a few minutes uh, from today. But by and large, it was just here we are and we're, we're getting ready to play the game. And, and this gets into a bit of a larger point here about the Super Bowl. And that's that, you know, for the longest time, the Super Bowl, when it came up, it was it was the only event. Right. You got to the week, uh, the week after the conference championship games where everybody's kind of settling down the excitement of the Super Bowl. Then the following week, it was, oh my goodness, the, the, the entire world is descending on the Super Bowl. In fact, I remember having meetings at ESPN when I was there saying, you know, the week, the, all you got to do is talk football, right? It's, 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 it's more people are sampling sports talk radio during Super Bowl week than they are at any other. And they all they want is football and all they want is football. And, and for a long time, I agreed with that. And I said, yeah, I, 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 I see your point. All, all people want is football because it's still that big a phenomenon. Look, the numbers are going to be huge huge on Sunday. It's going to be Brady versus Mahomes. I mean, come on. Everybody watches the Super Bowl. But I would argue that in the last few years, there needs to be more of a balance in in the time between the conference championship games and the Super Bowl. And you kind of have to roll with the hot stories because, I mean, what what are you going to say for the How many conversations are you going to have about Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes that are going to be compelling? Now, we can have a few, but I know. <laughs> yeah, but see, I know, you had you had to yeah. add that end to that line that are going to be compelling because that's not going to stop, folks. Let's talk about the GOAT again and let's give out list- the phone number. What do you think? Uh, Let's list the quarterbacks in order of how good they are, the ones left in the playoffs. I have one Patrick Mahomes, two Tom Brady. That's my list. Let's let's take phone calls. Hey, I'm on the other side. Brady's number one. You can't stop him. Oh, there we go. Let's have let's oh, have phone calls. How on. Oh, how dare you? You insulted me. So I mean I mean yes, there are big time but when it comes to what people want to hear and what people are if there's a big topic that that is outside of the Super Bowl. 
yeah, that's going to be what we talk about. You know, when, when courtside Karen decides to go nuts last night and start yelling at LeBron James, it, you know, what, what do you think at that time? Do more people want to hear, hey, what's it going to be like if Antonio Brown plays versus how if Antonio Brown doesn't play? And, or do they want to hear, hey, this, this, this woman went crazy at LeBron last night on the court. Uh, hey, we have a new story about Deshaun Watson wanting out. Aaron Rodgers said this. These are still the big stories, and, and sometimes they get outside of the Super Bowl and that's okay. You know, I remember when, when we went a couple of years ago and, you know, we were on at night and I felt like we had the best way of, of kind of balancing the big football stories, the big Super Bowl stories and the big everything else because we're not there during the day. And when you're there during the day, it's its own thing, right? When you're at the Super Bowl and, and you're broadcasting, you're in this big area. It's either a big ballroom or you're at the Fan Fest where fans are there and they're buying things and they're seeing people come in and do interviews and you are in your own bubble where this this is the biggest thing in the world because, you know, 400 people are there with you right now. I, 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 you kind of got to understand that. So this is it, this is it, this is it. And then I think there's a disconnect between people listening who are going to say, oh, okay, they're going to talk to a guy from Super Bowl 28 that I don't know, and he's pushing something, and they're going to ask him about Brady versus Mahomes. And, okay, I, I, I think I want to hear about uh, courtside Karen, or I think I want to hear about Aaron Rodgers, or I want to hear about this. So it's kind of difficult because when you're in that bubble, I get it. you know. But I felt that us being there at night and doing the show, I felt that, hey, we can really strike that balance. And I think that's really where the, the world is now is that a built-in – a built-in thing like the Super Bowl right? that we have, this built-in event, is still huge and everybody's going to watch it. But is the build-up to it when there's other things going on that are catching my attention? The world moves a lot faster than it used to. And if, and if, a, and if a big story comes up that people are interested in, hey, I can click on it, I can find it, and I want that right now. Uh, do I really need to hear somebody from the Super Bowl talking about a Super Bowl from 25 years ago? It's, it's, I don't know that that plays the way it used to. And, and I think seeing certain things, like hearing the programming, what you see what you get this week in, in sports, you're in a lot more basketball. You get a lot more NFL stories outside of the Super Bowl because it, it that's whatever is hot. Hey, we kind of have to, you know, it's kind of what people want to hear what we got to talk about because I like talking about what's hot. I like talking about what everybody else is talking about and the default of, well, it's the Super Bowl. And so during the week, it's all Super Bowl talk. Yeah, I don't know how compelling that is because the number one thing you got to do on radio, you always got to be compelling and that can be entertaining. That can be funny. That can be opinions. Look, we do all of that. But you have to find a way to be compelling. And is that still the same case? I don't know if that's the case. Yeah, you know how I feel about all this, Karen. Uh, look, during <laughs> the day, because like, look, when we've been on site for Super Bowl, and I know you and I have some divergent opinions on radio role and the radio row and the experience altogether. Like, to my thinking, a lot of this stuff really plays digitally, right? If folks want to seek it out, here's content for you. And so you work a little harder during the week if you've got a slot, say, like we do, where things are happening, where you have a great game between the Clippers and the Nets and the fallout there of watching Kyrie Irving take over in a fourth quarter and everybody looking around going, all of a sudden this guy looks 10 years younger. What the hell happened once the fourth quarter started? And, and you're just confused for a moment. That's compelling. The the Karen story from yesterday uh, and the obviously the issues with the Mets uh, that will continue in – indefinitely at that's this point. in perpetuity now, that's all that there's we have always an something. investigation yeah. going there's on. always something but but to your point yes i mean there's the sporting world doesn't stop the nba is hitting a very interesting part of their calendar right we're into the second quarter of the season you've got trade rumors starting to spill out a little bit and where guys are maybe malcontented that all plays. You've got all of the, the quarterback carousel. There's, what, 15 guys who could be on the move. We'll talk to an insider who dropped a little bit of a story early on that all of a sudden this thing blows up and, and mushrooms into something else. And, and it doesn't have to be about the Super Bowl. Look, we're not going to find out about Antonio Brown until game day on Sunday. Right. Maybe Friday we'll get a, a full note. So talking about his impact right now, other than a cursory note saying if he's there, that makes it more interesting. Right. Another. But it's obvious. And you check the box and you move on talking about how great Patrick Mahomes is. But for a holding, you know, an offsides call, it's like, well, they called offside. Shut up. 
done. Okay, but next on. All right, what do you want to do next? And, and it's, you know, a bunch of them, you can check them off in five seconds flat, but, you know, you never never hear me begrudge someone finding a way to waste time. Uh, <laughs> during Super Bowl week, there's a lot circulating, it, and we're, we're blessed in this slot here on Fox Sports Radio to have the worlds converge. And let's face it, a lot of the NFL folks, if when you're on site and you talk to them, They'll talk, start talking about whatever game they watched the night before from the NBA or college basketball or some random story out of the news. Tell me uh, on Radio Row on a normal day that courtside Karen would not have been the number one trending topic. Yeah. Saying, hey, I want to ask you, you know, you ended the season on a run. You know, you had four 100-yard games in your last five. I don't care. Did you see that thing with LeBron yesterday? <laughs> Holy cow! I mean, that's that's more compelling. The interviews can all live in the digital space, and you can promote them, and people will seek them out, right? And you can pull out the interesting clips from each of them. They have their place. But live and in living color? Yeah, let's let's chop down what's going on right now. Yeah, just a weird time and a, and, a, and a time to kind of break that down and think about the programming and what we like and what we listen to, what everybody listens to on a daily basis, especially now surrounding the Super Bowl, because it's that because it's so different. We can we can take a look at it and go, yeah, OK, maybe 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 things are changing here in the country. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I think 100%. 
Vinny's got it that the Raiders want to go out and get Deshaun Watson. 100% and they want to move on from Derek well, Carr. Sure. I, that think is all, I think we all would love to see him in that uniform. Right. That's one, and well, yelling I want to see him at, and yelling uniform. at Chucky. I, no, well, okay, I want to see him in a Jets uniform. But no, okay, I don't. Then, then you're happy and the show suffers. So I think, no, it, are you kidding? They think the show would suffer with Deshaun Watson on the Jets? Yeah, but it's at least like, when they suck, you try to bury it no, at times no, no, so we don't dude, talk about it. If like Deshaun when, Watson is good, dude, it, it on, becomes man. Jet central, man. Dude, it's come like on. When, it's like when, when Obi-Wan tells Darth Vader, if you strike me down, I will become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. I'm going to be a hologram. And that's what it would be like. It would be like a hologram of Deshaun Watson on the Jets. So I'm 100% believe this. I, I'm in with Vinny on this. They want Deshaun Watson, and they want to trade Derek Carr to do it. I am 100% on that. I am 0%, 0% that Derek Carr is a hot commodity around the NFL. I'm 0% on that. Is he tradable? Yes. Is he gettable? Is he a guy they could dump? Sure, you have a lot of quarterbacks out there, and certainly you could do a lot worse than Derek Carr, but here are the Raiders who are realizing that at this point in time, this is as high of value that Derek Carr will ever have, right? He's had two years in a row where he has been Matthew Stafford-esque, right? 28 and 10, throwing for over 4,000 yards. Actually had his best year this year as far as yards per attempt, uh, you know, because normally he likes to go down the field about a yard and a half at a time. Uh, I think he was fifth in the NFL this year in yards per attempt. This is the high point of Derek Carr's career. And so now the Raiders, who have seen themselves not achieve with Derek Carr at the best he has been, okay, the best he's been, and they're 8-8. Eight and eight. So the Raiders know we need to get better at quarterback. So if Derek Carr was so good and he was so interested in him, th- then I think more, more they would be more in line to keep him. But the fact they want to move on tells you what you need to know about Derek Carr. He's had a couple of nice years. And, and could you trade him now at this point? Yeah, you could. And there's some teams that are out there, but do I really think that he's a hot commodity? I, I don't know about that, man. I don't know how many teams are saying I gotta go get Derek Carr. They look and say, look at what he's done, and look what he's done with the with the Raiders. You know, he's got weapons, he's got a good running back. They drafted him wide receivers, and they won eight games. You know, they had they had trouble winning that game. They they needed a, a hail mary play and the Jets tanking to win that game and not be under 500. So I, I, I'm kind of a little bit bullish on on Derek Carr being a big commodity. He's he's just kind of a guy. He's going to be 30 years old. You've seen him. They're just trying to say, let's get out while he's at the top, because this is the most value we'll get from ever in a trade, and clearly he's not our guy, because we're not going anywhere with him at quarterback. We're staying the same team we were, which is a 500-ish team, where early in the season, we can win a couple of games in a row, we can beat the Chiefs, and people think we're great, and then we'll lose three in a row, then we'll win a couple of games, and we'll blow a couple of big games at the end, and we're going to wind up right around 500, and all the pundits and experts are going to say it's the same old Raider team. So understand that that's kind of where the Raiders are coming from uh, when, you, when you're mentioning, hey, Derek Carr being a trade partner potentially going someplace else. I'm going to go back and, and run the numbers, but if I'm not mistaken, uh, you just don't trust John Gruden in the second half of a season. If, if I'm remembering how the data works out, going back to long ago when he was the coach in Tampa post-Super Bowl. Uh, when we look at Derek, Derek Carr, right, 3-1 to one touchdown to interception, that's fine. QB uh, rating of, what, 101.4? That's top 12 in the league. That's great. Um, You had some speedsters. You had Waller. You had Josh Jacobs, who had a fantastic year running the football over 1,000 yards, 12 rushing touchdowns. He's, he's a jag, and, and you got your bullish and bearish mixed up. So uh, you're bearish. Oh, right. The Bulls are good, and the yeah. Bears stink. That's right. Bulls are good, Bears stink. I always mess that up. And right you now, know, the Bulls are actually up. entertaining. They're not yeah, good, yeah, yeah. but they're at least fun to watch with Mark. Well, in history, in history yeah. the Bulls have been good, and Correct. historically, the Bears have not been. The Bears the have ba- stunk. The, bear, so, okay. the Bears have always had issues at the uh, quarterback yes. position. But yes. this isn't about them right now. This is about Derek Carr and whether he should be the guy to quarterback your team. And I don't doubt that there's a market for him, right? We're talking about the quarterback carousel. There's a lot of guys ready to play. I mean, my, one of my favorite quotes of today was, you know, coming off of your, who wants to play in New England off of Matt Stafford when Ryan Fitzpatrick said, I, I don't get to do what Matt Stafford does. Yeah, I'd play there. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right? Not everybody has the same opportunity to be choosy um, with their destinations. But what's your haul for Derek Carr? I get that Matt Stafford, uh, you got the Rams and 
and the Lions, they had the the perfect marriage there, and, and you could say they overpaid, and part of that was because of the golf contract, but. I can't see anybody ponying up some giant satchel of picks to go get Derek Carr. Like, that's just silly. Why, why wouldn't you just go get one of the, the retread projects and, and draft a guy in, in that case, right? Instead of giving up first-round picks for him. Yeah, Derek, Derek Carr is the guy that goes in a trade where you're, the other team says, we don't know what our quarterback's going to be. Hey, don't worry, we'll help you. We'll give you Derek Carr while you take a season or two to figure it out, right? Are we going to get our guy in the yeah. draft? Are we going to wait? We'll give you... It's like when, when, when you're talking about the Jets getting Deshaun Watson or the, the, uh, or the Dolphins getting Deshaun Watson. Yeah, don't worry, we'll give you Sam Darnold or Tua Tungvalu until you figure it out. These guys, you may, maybe you hit on something with them, but maybe not. It's like, here's a guy... Ju- just to give you someone you can play, all right. Just to give you, it's like in fantasy where you go, I can't make that trade. I need somebody back I can put in my lineup. All right, I'll give you this guy. I mean that that's kind of what Derek Carr is. Okay, we'll give you somebody you can play, and until you figure out long term what you want to do, that that's kind of who Derek Carr is. Well, and you go back and look, right? You brought in rugs. You, you brought in some speedsters. Obviously, Edwards was hurt on another draft pick from from this year. So perhaps you did it more, but that's not his his inclination. That's not in his makeup. Uh, how many guys? Did you see complaining when it when it hit December that he was back to being checked down car? We all just got blocked on Twitter, by the way. Frostberg, you, me, <laughs> Ty Shirt, Ralph, anybody else associated with the show has just been blocked forever by the Car Brothers. But <laughs> so be it. You know, the, the fact is, you know, you put up some some solid yardage totals. That's great. Also, remember the the AFC West, not exactly known for juggernauts in the defensive department this year. Let's call it what it is. I mean, you know, the Chargers were top 10. Chiefs were in the middle of the pack, as I'm recalling. In Denver, everybody was hurt. So, you know, you could pile up some stats in that regard and some yardage total. Oh, and the Jets were on the schedule. And the Falcons. (laughs) And even the Falcons held them down, though. Remember when they beat them down? Uh, Because that's the game. That's the indictment on Derek Carr. Here's a wounded, pathetic Atlanta team. And you go in, what what was it, 43-6? to That, that's yeah. the game that you'll always yeah. have to explain to me. If you're supposed to be good, how does that happen? Yeah. I mean, look, Vinny says that the Raiders potentially want two first-round picks back. That's what, I, that's what I mean. I, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not giving you two first-round picks for Derek Carr. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not doing it for him. I, I get they're they're pushing him out at his highest, and they're saying, okay, if Matthew Stafford was worth this, then let's try to push Derek Carr for this right now. Let's maximize Derek Carr's value because it really it comes back down to if Derek Carr was that good, the Raiders would keep him. Yeah, if he was that good. The Raiders would keep him, especially at his current contract base salary nineteen five. 2.5 signing bonus. He's on cap for 22.1 this year, and they're only 19.8 next year. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. The thing that, that seems to be getting everybody's attention now, especially today, we, we had a weird media day. It's like media week, and Tom Brady is talking, and players are talking, and it's just not quite the same. You knew Brady was going to get the Bill Belichick question, and I, I want to tell you one, I want to dispel one myth of, of stories going on right now around Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady. But first, Tysha, grab that soundbite of Tom Brady when he was asked earlier, hey, what would your message be for your former head coach Bill Belichick uh, this week of the Super Bowl and this is what Brady said I have a great relationship with him and uh, again I'm just incredibly grateful for uh, you know what he's meant in my life uh, as a coach and um, he was everything you could ask for as a player and uh, you know I love my time I had two incredible decades there and um, you know my football journey took me to a different place and I certainly could never have accomplished the things in my career without uh, his support and uh, his teachings and um, incredible coach and mentor for me. And uh, I've had a lot of those in my career, but obviously he's at the top of the list. Yeah, but do you like the guy? I can't stand the guy. He's the worst guy in the world. Uh, everybody wants to make this week about Belichick and how much he is ruining the success of Tom Brady and how much he can't stand. Oh, I made the wrong decision. I said goodbye to Tom Brady. I shouldn't have. And now it kills Bill Belichick to watch Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And I'll tell you what, Bill Belichick doesn't care one bleeping bit 
about what Tom Brady is doing this week with Tampa Bay. He doesn't. He's not sitting at home in his in his in his office with the with the with, with the video on and watching Cam Newton going, "Why did I get rid of Tom? I just should have never done it. I, I don't know why." He's wanted to get rid of Tom Brady for years. Okay, it's why he was so mad when Jimmy Garoppolo got traded to the Niners. And now you're going back three and a half years. You know that he wanted to go, hey, we're going to get rid of Brady sooner rather than later. I'm going to go to Jimmy Garoppolo. This is how I do it. It's what I want to do. He has wanted Tom Brady gone for a long time. He's not under buyer's remorse right now. Like, oh, well, we didn't get. Oh, well, now, now we sh- I wish we didn't do the trade because look where Tom Brady has it. No, the, the Patriots would have been a little bit better this year, but they had no weapons. It's not like Brady's not throwing to Godwin and Evans and Antonio Brown and Mm -hmm. Gronk and handing off to Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. But Belichick doesn't care. He doesn't. If you ask him, you're rooting for Tom, he would say, yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know. He wanted Brady gone. He's got Brady gone. And now he's worried about how do I continue to move this dynasty forward and continue to win football games? Because now I don't have the drawing card of Tom Brady. How am I going to get free agents to show up? Danny Amendola lit the world on fire today when he said, you know, I didn't like uh, doing my own contracts and taking less money so Belichick could get Super Bowl rings. So players know this is what it's like in New England. Belichick's got his own problems. How's he going to get any free agents to show up? We talked about it last night. I don't see the dynasty restarting unless they get lucky in the draft with a quarterback who's a drawing card because the Belichick way, the Patriot way is not for everybody. And it certainly isn't for everybody when Tom Brady is gone. All of this being said, he still doesn't care because what he wanted, he got. He wanted Brady gone. They got Brady gone. He got to the NFC. Okay. Belichick really doesn't care. Really. He's not going to be sitting in his, in his, in his, living room on Sunday wearing a Patrick Mahomes hat and jersey and and you know his, his wife you know, everybody's gonna be around his dog's gonna be dressed up as Travis Kelsey none of that is happening he does not care because he wanted Brady gone and he's gone he got what he wanted that's it well, it ran its course. Now, I'm glad you mentioned Danny Amendola because I had him down uh, as something that needed to be addressed. Someone give him a hug and tell him, you know what, there were 31 other teams that you could have gone and played for, so shut the hell up. Okay, <laughs> that, that's that's it. You didn't want to play there. You didn't like the rules of engagement. You knew how they did business, and you kept sticking around because you wanted to win too. Winning's good, right? Winning's a beautiful feeling. Uh, it's better than the alternative, which is what you see when you hear people coming out of, I don't know, Detroit, where they had two Hall of Famers quit and just say, I'm done with this. Okay, when, when we look at Belichick, I, I think you're 100%. He couldn't care less about what goes on. Oh, that's nice. Do I get more credit for it? Do I not? Who who really cares? I'm looking ahead to 2021. I got to figure out the quarterback position. Cam Newton clearly is, unless there's a miracle in terms of his throwing motion and getting fully healthy this offseason, that's not the guy. You had eight guys opt out defensively. How many of those guys return? How many are out of their contracts and will not return? And the quarterback carousel, I mentioned it uh, earlier in the show. With Ryan Fitzpatrick, he was asked about, you know, would you go play for for the Patriots, you know, because of the report of Stafford not wanting to go there. Again, Matt Patricia. How many people have commented on the fact that Matt Stafford died a little inside with the arrival <laughs> of Matt Patricia? And they were disappointed that he wasn't more vocal and didn't take control, and it was more lead by example versus vocal. But we know that there are guys that way across the league uh, and, and that is one of the things that I guess would be a slight on Stafford not being able to you know stand up as the guy that had been there for a decade plus but that's why he didn't go there I don't think it's Belichick and maybe it's a little bit of no fun because well you didn't have any fun losing in Detroit but Matt Patricia being on that staff is everything and most of the other quarterbacks that are going on this carousel to try to find and earn another job they don't care who's they just want an opportunity right an opportunity to either start or compete for a role and keep their nfl careers alive even if it's just a hey i watch how an organization that has been a winning organization for two decades work because even with all the issues they had no weapons that anybody could name zero fantasy uh, viable players for much mm-hmm. of the season. Oh, yeah. Except Cam early on when he was running for touchdowns. Uh, didn't throw any for sure. But the fact that they were still creeping along five, near 500 out of that, 
You tell me that's not one of the best coaching jobs he's ever done. It's a great coaching job. I mean, you, you may hate win, him. But, but, but that's it, a great coaching job. But if you're not going to get players to show up, no, you're not going to win. You can have, but the, that's you my can point. have all it's the Matt great Stafford's, teams in the world. right? But if you don't have the players, how are you going to win? You know? my, my point being that at some point you, you now have to pivot, right? Because you don't have Brady there to kind of go through the gaps and fill the gaps by being the excellence of execution and having the timing down and everything that they did for all those years. Yes, you have to move on and you have to find uh, a new quarterback to do that. Maybe it's the return of Garoppolo, right? He gets part two uh, in New England and and he becomes the chosen one. I don't know, but I I find it hard to believe that you're suddenly going to have nobody wanting anything to do with New England. Uh, Again, maybe Matt Patricia is enough of a buffer for certain guys if you've got options, but a lot of these guys are not going to have options and you go and you make the best of a, of a situation. And I know Miami had a great run and they look like they're primed to do stuff. The jets have a coach people like, and they have a, a GM who looks far more competent than his predecessors. That's great. So they're on the rise and the bills should be formidable. The bills are the only ones I'm penciling in as a, all right, I'm expecting them to stay uh, competitive and at a playoff. Miami, I don't know who's, who's, the signal caller there right i mean it's what ryan fitzpatrick said today he's feeling great wants to come back and keep well, playing. I, I would love to see him <laughs> back there again and Tua, obviously I, I liked his self-awareness it's like i wasn't as good as i needed to be so i understand that there's questions but remember he didn't have a full off season didn't have preseason etc but Maybe he's a guy on the move uh, who fills that spot. So, you know, you can't crown him, to quote the late, great Denny Green, go Cats, uh, that we, we want to see, you know, the, the next iteration. The, the Patriots could be right back in the mix and the bane of your existence once again with one or two yeah. strokes of a pen. Sorry. I'm okay. They 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 got to get lucky in the draft because uh, look, they're not going to trade a bunch of draft picks to get a quarterback. That's not Belichick's way. They're going to have to get lucky at some point. If they draft Trey Lance and suddenly turns into being great, and suddenly Belichick's like, yeah, Tom, as you retire from the NFL, I got a guy for another ten or twelve years. I mean, that's the only way because then it's a drawing card. Then okay, now we can win again. But without that, I I, I there's no way that free agents say, yeah, I'll go take this money and go there. They're, they're, they know that that's not their way, and it's, it's just going to be really, really tough. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. So game of the night in the NBA, we watched the Nets come from behind and beat the Clippers 124 to 120. It was a huge night from the Nets' big three. They needed every single point. They shoot 57% from the floor, and it's barely enough to win. Kyrie goes for 39. James Harden has a triple-double. Kevin Durant has 28. It was a big night for the Nets, but really, the night belongs to Kyrie. You know, coming at the fourth quarter he had that was huge, bringing them back to win this game. And this is the this is you can't just say Kyrie Irving is all right now he's going to play and he's going to be a great player no because part of it is the guy that left the team and you don't know if that's going to happen again now and as much as you say boy Kyrie Irving is a guy that can leave the team at any time you look at nights like tonight and you go oh my goodness they really need Kyrie and look how this is working with this big three here in Brooklyn this is why I say just wait when it comes to Kyrie Irving and, and are the Nets going to be able to figure this out? Because the, it's it's not Kyrie is not just well here he was and he was lost for a while and he, he didn't show up and now he's back and he's playing and now everything is great. The prodigal no, son returns. Part of it is Kyrie Irving is this guy and he goes through bouts and spurts of not wanting to play and and not being into it and causing controversy. Right now we're just in a groove with him. He came back and he's playing well and the Nets are playing. Well, and eventually we get back to a groove where he's not happy for some reason. For some reason, suddenly, oh, I'm walking away from the team. Why? We're hearing reports he didn't like that that Steve Nash was hired. Dude, you went through the entire preseason, the first seven games of the season. Now you don't like that you weren't asked about Steve Nash. Now you don't want to play for the guy. Seriously, you don't. You don't. You don't. You're unhappy that you weren't asked about trading for James Harden. I don't. I don't understand. This is who Kyrie is. You can't just say, "Oh, now everything is fine." Just like you can't say, "Oh, and everything's always going to be bad." But when you are counting on someone to be a guy to carry you to a championship. If you're counting on Kyrie Irving, you're counting on the wrong guy because you just don't know what side of the bed the guy's going to wake up on. And, and and while I always say I like the Nets better with Durant and Harden, if they could figure things out, well, if they have Durant and Harden, they need a bench. You know, They need to figure things out. Okay, we have to be able to, to uh, come at you with a second unit. we got to be a little bit deeper because the big three is not going to do it like this every night in the playoffs. So you'd like to think that, well, if Kyrie wasn't there, they would have a a, a deeper team, but uh, that's kind of where it's at for the Nets right now, man. Kyrie's great, but you're just in that good stretch right now because eventually it's going to turn. Then, then it'll turn good again. When's it going to turn bad? When's it going? You just can't count on him. I can't count on Kyrie Irving as saying he's going to be a guy to carry me to a championship because I just don't know. The roller coaster to hell, as we dubbed it earlier in the show. That that I think uh, we're going to work on on creating a proper graphic for uh, as we ride this one out. Fourteen and nine now on the season. You got thirteen from Harris, seven from DeAndre Jordan. Not the same guy, right? Because that's the one I circle. Offensively, he is what he is. You know, seven and five, seven and seven, those kind of nights, but not necessarily the same defensive force. And we know the rest of the unit, except for Durant, and now on again, off again with Harden, eh, there ain't a whole lot of defense being played. So uh, that that's one of the things I think they address as we get closer to the trade deadline, plus having some money available to them because of the early Dinwiddie injury. I mean, think about his presence. Like, If he's there, how much different does this roster, would you feel a little bit more comfortable with the mercurial Kyrie Irving uh, running around. Look, it's going to be a roller coaster. It's going to be a fun ride for us. I still pick them before the season to go to the finals, and, and that'll that's where I'm going to stay. Why? Because it's organized chaos. It's great.
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Listen, it's going to be a great ride. Look, that's why we talk about Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and James Harden and all this. It's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. But you're talking about winning a title. I can't say, yeah, I could put all my chips to the middle that, that Kyrie's going to be there and all the way through. I, I just can't do it. I just can't. Well, you're still on the under of 50 games. And this is uh, another yes, one. On the under of 50 towards, games. Towards the road to 50. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Vegas Nation reporter at the Las Vegas Review Journal, Raiders insider, longtime friend of the show. We knew Vinny Bonsignor back when he was the Rams insider here at AM570 Sports. He's on Twitter at Vinny Bonsignor. He's got the story of the day. The Raiders could potentially trade Derek Carr in a move that could allow them to pursue and land Deshaun Watson. Vinny, welcome to the show, man. Congrats on the story. Well, I appreciate that. How are you guys doing? Welcome Dude, in. We're doing good, man. I mean, I figure every day we're going to get a story about some quarterback who could be available via trade, and you know, today, tonight, just make Derek Carr's turn. Yeah, and I think there's two sides, really, to this story. One is that, you know, uh, to his credit, Derek Carr um, has played his way into a position um, that other teams covet him. Uh, he was by you know by all measures a top ten quarterback. Um, you know this year whether you want to talk to Pro Football Focus or all the analytics or the various statistics that that quarterbacks are graded by. Derek Carr graded out as a, a top ten quarterback overseeing a team that scored the tenth most points in the NFL uh, in the Raiders, and I think that that's pushed him into a category where quarterback needy teams that feel like they're on the cusp of um, you know, making a playoff run and need a quarterback, uh, i.e. the Indianapolis Colts, the Chicago Bears, the Washington Football Club, maybe the New England Patriots, depending on what happens in New Orleans, are looking at Derek Carr and saying, this guy is a pretty good quarterback. What would it take uh, to go get uh, him? And you know, various sources that I've talked to uh, indicate that there's a strong likelihood that teams are going to make a run at Derek Carr. And the flip side of that, is why would the Raiders trade a top 10 quarterback in Derek Carr um, who just oversaw a team that scored the 10th most points in the NFL offense isn't an issue for the Raiders defense is but from their perspective is okay um, if we can parlay Derek Carr into let's say two first round picks and then use those two first round picks and our two first round picks in 2021 and 2022 and then go to the Houston uh, Texans and say hey we're going to offer you four picks for, for Deshaun Watson, are you going to say no to that? That's how it would all kind of play out. The Raiders aren't shopping Derek Carr, but I think, but from what I'm told, teams are going to come shopping for him, and then that could set the stage for the Raiders parlaying that into a, an upgrade at quarterback with Deshaun Watson. Vinny, how much of this is stemming from? Hey, we just we just watched the uh, the Lions get a couple of first round picks in the third for Matthew Stafford, so uh, we can strike while the iron's hot here. Um, definitely some of that because number one, Matthew Stafford is now off the table. Uh, the Rams took him off the market, and you know if you're the Colts, if you're even the Denver Broncos, if you're uh, the Chicago Bears, like, again the, the teams that I just mentioned, Matthew Stafford would have been a very, very um, attractive uh, offer uh, or, or quarterback to, to to pursue. That's why a bunch of teams were in on uh, Matthew Stafford. The Rams said, "Look, we'll overpay. We'll give you three." picks plus a 26-year-old former Super Bowl quarterback, a guy that's you know, taken us to two division titles, three playoff appearances, an unprecedented run going all the way back you know, in Los Angeles Rams history, the best run in Los Angeles Rams history since the mid-70s. Um, we'll throw in Jared Goff and two first-round picks and a third-round pick. We'll overpay because we want to go get Matthew Stafford, um, beating out a bunch of other teams. Well, the other teams that lost out on Matthew Stafford, now they're looking around going, okay, now where do we turn? And while Deshaun Watson obviously would be a, a, somebody that all of those teams would look at initially, it's going to take a lot to get Deshaun Watson, and I'm not so sure, and the people that I talk to aren't so sure that teams are going to be willing to pay that much um, you know, for a Deshaun Watson. And, 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 and really, the Raiders wouldn't either, necessarily. They're not just going to offer four of their next, four, their next four first-round picks for Deshaun Watson, but if you can 
can get two picks for Derek plus your two picks. Now it's now you're really trading Derek Carr and your two first round picks for Deshaun Watson. Oh, and you also got the two first round picks that you got for trading Derek Derek Carr. Um, so in that way, it, it makes sense for the Raiders. They're not they're, they're they're giving up three assets and two that they just got or it will pass along you know their hands to to Houston. Now, will any of this happen? I'm not. You know, the Raiders are in a really good position. At very worst, they go back into next season with a very good quarterback in Derek Carr and a very good offense and trying to fix their defense. But um, if somebody pursues um, Derek Carr, which is what the expectation will be, now they're in a position of, okay, what can we turn this into for ourselves rather than just trading Derek Carr for two first-round picks? What can we turn those two first-round picks into? What's funny, I think, Vinny, is you, you look at Carr, the most attractive thing to me in all of this, and he's probably, he and his brother probably blocked me already for something I've said. Uh, but the, the fact is that if you're the Raiders, you love his contract, right? Two more years at a total of twenty or $41 million. Or if you're going to trade for him, you've got two more years and $41 million. So if you want to build around him, he leaves you with a lot of assets to work with as you can reconfigure things. But if you're one of these contending teams that also you know need one or two other component parts he comes at a at a bargain Exactly. And, you know, his contract, which when he signed it, made him the highest paid quarterback. It might have been like one of those, the, the, the richest contract in quarterback history or NFL history for about a, a minute or two. You know how those things all work out. But there was a time where that contract was, oh, my gosh, you know. But now it's like, hmm, that's pretty good looking contract. And none of it's guaranteed. The Raiders have paid Derek Carr all of um, the guaranteed portion of the contract. So he's literally on a pay-for-play uh, basis right now. Now, if somebody were to trade for him, I would suspect that, you know, they would, They, would, in fact, if a team traded for him, what they could do, kind of like what the Rams will probably do with Matthew Stafford, is renegotiate the contract, put some guaranteed money into uh, Derek Carr's pocket while also reducing his, you know, you can, you can change some of what the salary is to a signing bonus, prorate that over a couple of years to be able to take his number down even further to give you more wiggle room under the salary cap, and while also kind of rewarding him with maybe another year on the contract, maybe another two years on the contract, and, some, and maybe guarantee those next two years, but do it in a way that benefits your salary cap. Vinny Bonsignor, your Raiders insider with us here. He's got the story of the day. The Raiders could potentially could get uh, Derek Carr, get two first-round picks from him, and maybe flip that into Deshaun Watson. Now, here's the one big piece of difficulty I see in all this going on, Vinny. Let's say they do wind up making that trade, right, and they get the draft picks needed. Are we to assume that if they make this trade and we get the headline, hey, there goes Derek Carr, that the next headline is Deshaun Watson is coming? Because if they make this trade thinking they're going to go get Deshaun Watson and then something happens and they don't get him, the Raiders are kind of stuck. Exactly. And that's why uh, you know, you know something like this would have to be either simultaneously or so that you, you, you create it as a three-way trade. Um, you know, there's, there's ways to do that. Or, um, you know, with some sort of a handshake agreement, um, with the Texans, and, and that's really the, the key to this whole thing, um, I think, is how do the Texans play it? Uh, you know, on one hand, they don't want to walk away from Deshaun Watson, obviously. Um, he is a 25-year-old, face of the franchise, class act, top-notch quarterback. You can make an argument that as we sit here today, he's the second-best quarterback in the NFL. You can probably quibble with all that, you know, uh, and, 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 and mention some other names, but the reality is he's right up there, right? I mean, so why would the Houston Texans um, want to walk away from that? And uh, that's where now Deshaun Watson has to be adamant if he really wants to be out of there and make it very clear that he's the, the, that's it. That's 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 the ultimatum. I am not going to play another down for you, and and uh, you know uh, I want you to trade me, and 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 it becomes one of those kind of situations. Otherwise, if I'm Houston. Me, frankly, I'm gonna. I'll call his bluff. All right, let's let's see how far you're gonna take this, um, and because we don't believe that you're gonna that you're gonna follow it through to the point where you're just gonna walk away here from whatever is left on your contract and not get paid. Um, and in in the meantime, if you're the Houston Texans, uh, you could use that kind of slow play and trying to call his bluff into also, uh, 
as 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 time goes on, you know, uh, upping the offers that you're probably going to get. You know, if you're not in any rush to make a trade, you're sending signals to teams like, you know, keep coming, keep talking, keep calling, keep talking, keep calling, uh, and maybe there's some point where where a breaking point for us that we would be agreeable to a trade. But you'd be, I wouldn't be in any rush if I'm the Texans. And and for me, that's the whole key to this whole thing. For the Raiders, like you said, it's a great point. Do you make that trade without the guarantee that you're going to be able to then go get Deshaun Watson? I think that's risky business. And obviously, Mark Davis had the you know all for one, one for all, no fans in attendance. How'd this first year go over overall with the the fans locally, especially since well, it didn't end on the high note that it looked like it was going to coming out of Thanksgiving and riding into December. Yeah, and it's so interesting that you bring that up because you know when you when you analyze what happened this year uh, for the Raiders, they're they're sitting there at six and three with a very favorable schedule down the stretch. Most of their games actually were at home. They had the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chargers, uh, the Dolphins, and three—all three of those games—they lost. In all three of those games, the offense gave the defense the lead. Um, you know, with a minute 43 against the Chiefs, with in overtime against the Chargers, and with 19 seconds left against the Buffalo or against the Miami Dolphins, and the Miami Dolphins had no timeouts starting from their own, you know, 25-yard line, all at home. And I gotta believe when you bring up, you know, the no fans part of it, how different might it have been if you have 65,000 crazy fans making life difficult for Patrick Mahomes, making life difficult for Justin Herbert, making life difficult for, you know, as it turns out, Ryan Fitzpatrick came into that game to replace uh, Tua. You know, you wonder if they uh, lost out on the kind of home field advantage um, that they could have had in those kind of situations. Now, conversely, they won a bunch of games on the road, and you wonder, well, did they, was that because they were that good? or were they playing without fans making life difficult for them so you could play that both ways but man when I think about what happened this year for the Raiders I often think about what would what difference could those fans have made because they would have they've sold out all their season tickets it's it's 65,000 strong that can't wait to get into Allegiant Stadium to support the Raiders and I have to believe that in at least a couple of those situations now Patrick Mahomes <laughs> I'm not all bets off against him I don't care where he's playing you give him enough time, he might be able to, to kill you. But when you're talking about Justin Herbert and the Miami Dolphins and Ryan Fitzpatrick, it would have been interesting to see what might have happened had that place been you know, bonkers and sold out and, and how difficult they would have been in life uh, for the Chargers and, and, and Dolphins. And in, when you think about it, those three losses are the reason why the Raiders didn't make the playoffs. If you turn those around, they're an 11-win team. Would that have gotten in the playoffs? Probably. Um, but, again, it's a moot point. They didn't. But it, it is interesting to think about how much difference can a home field advantage make for the Raiders here in Las Vegas. Ivany, right, lastly, a couple of quick ones for you here. If I had, if you had to say the percentage chance you think that the Raiders wind up trading Derek Carr, what would you say it would be? Uh, it's it it. it, it if the Houston Texans are on board, um, you know, then then 80%. I mean, maybe even more. But they have to get that element down. I think teams are going to come after him. I think, from what I'm told, people are going to make a run at, at Derek Carr. But if you're the if you're the Raiders, uh, it's hard to justify trading um, that good of a quarterback right now, going into with his contract and at his age, without having a back backup plan intact. That's if you follow the you know the, the Rams. Model. They're not going to just give you know Jared Goff uh, away. They're not going to just let him walk or just trade him for, in a salary dump. They had to have made sure that they had a better option in place, and that was Matthew Stafford. Otherwise, Jared Goff is still on the Rams right now, and they're still trying to figure things out. So it's hard to put a percentage on it because I don't know where the Texans are right now in this whole scheme of things. All right, and lastly, if you, since you are in Vegas, I could I could ask my question. If you had to put money on it, if you, say you would put money. What <laughs> <laughs> and they say, okay, Derek Carr is getting traded to Team Blank. What team would you say? Oh, um, man, that's a really good question. I really think he makes a lot of sense for the Colts. And depending on what happens in New Orleans, you know, uh, it'd be interesting to see where, because I think he fits really well uh, with the Saints. So uh, I'm just going to hedge it and say either the Colts or the Saints, but don't rule out the Bears and the uh, and the. Patriots. I'm just <laughs> that's, that's how I play. <laughs> I'm playing. You know, I'm going to go to a bunch of different. I 
this is what I'm doing. I'm going to a bunch of different sports books and, and placing a bunch of different bets. Okay, I'm well, you're play playing roulette. You've now covered uh, one section of the table. That's all. Exactly. Exactly. You can follow my Twitter at Vinny Bonsignor. Vinny Bonsignor. The story of the night: the Raiders could be potentially trading Derek Carr and maybe turning him into Deshaun Watson. Vinny, as always, buddy. Thanks a bunch, man. We'll talk. All to right, you guys. Soon. Have a good one, man. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.